The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix and living like it matters. And what matters to me? Well, I'll tell you what matters to me. We don't lose to Spanish players. Now, who in the hell in their right mind think it's right to say that? Y'all know me. This, this is Rayella Sports. And, and I, I like to think that I'm a pretty fair-minded person. So there's many times on this show you've heard me speak about, well, my experience as a human being, as, a, as an African-American man here in America. Um, but, I, you know, and some of the struggles just to let people know what life is like, you know, sometimes they say it's a black thing you might not understand. Well, listen, man, but I'm, I'm a fair person and what's fair is fair and what's right is right and wrong is wrong. And, you know, so I just didn't like what I heard this morning. And it was a basketball game, of course, the National Basketball Association. You know that. And, and uh, you know, you got uh, two teams out there playing. And, and I, I mean, I understand how things can get competitive. Uh, they should be competitive. And, and I want to make sure that, that they stay competitive. Uh, but at the same time, you know, you got, you know, Milwaukee Bucks playing the Portland Trailblazers. And I guess a coach – you know, feels the need to motivate his team. And according to, you know, what I read and watched on the Big Boy Show this morning, uh, Portland had the nerve to have a, a, a sign in the locker room that was supposed to be somewhat of motivation and to say that we don't lose to Spanish players. Now, understand, this is the NBA. This not, it's not the Olympics. Because when it's the Olympics, many times I hear people say all the time, we, we don't lose to the Russians. You know, in fact, the Russians, I think, been kicking our ass, I believe, in hockey. So we, they, you know, when we beat the Russians, that's great. Um, you know, in basketball, you know, basketball and then, you know, in the Olympics, we don't lose anybody. You know, everything's USA, USA. So it's so it's us. But when you in the USA, the United States of America, United, we don't speak, you know, like it's. Us against them. You know, the Portland Trailblazers are the Portland Trailblazers. They hate everybody else. Okay? If, if, if you're the Milwaukee Bucks, you're the Milwaukee Bucks. You hate everybody else. You don't, you don't hate. Or you, you know, you don't want to beat them because they're Spanish. Get, get out of here. What is that all about? So what matters to me today is understand, listen, come on with that. 
you know, you got to check yourself, as they say. Check the mic, mic check, mic check. That's, that's wrong. And the NBA needs to step up. Somebody needs to be held accountable. Somebody should apologize. It was wrong. Regardless of what the intent was, maybe the intent, you know, it was like, okay, but you got some damn good basketball players that happen to be of Spanish descent. So if it's the Olympics, USA, we against everybody. We, we, we want to beat everybody. We won't care what the other country is. And then they can be identified by their national heritage. Because sometimes, you know, guys who play in the National Basketball Association when it comes to the Olympics. The Olympics is country against country. And so, therefore, their heritage and their roots are not from this country. So they'll play on other teams to recognize their natural heritage. And so it is us against them. But this is the NBA. So to, to say that we don't lose to Spanish players, that's not right. That's not right. So let, let's, let's get that right. Step up. I don't care what the backlash is. It is what it is. Address it. Own it. It was wrong. Don't need to motivate our players like that. And get it right. Let's do the right thing. Okay, so hey, it's uh, it's basketball season. But before I talk a little basketball, I gotta talk a little football, because that's what happens. Here's one thing I want everybody to understand. Part of the reason why it's so difficult for any team, at any particularly at the highest level, and then just below the highest level, which would be I'm not even gonna go to minor league teams. I'm gonna go to Division One college sports. The reason why it is so hard for teams to do back-to-back is because there's so much time spent on celebrating what you accomplished because it's such an amazing feat. It's not easy. I, I think the most national championships out there might be double-digit might be double digit at the college level. Might be. Super Bowls, mm, you know, come on, man, really? Back-to-back Super Bowls? It's amazing. It's amazing. And so what's happening now, of course, again, you know, every now and then I could be a homer. The Ohio State University Buckeyes are still celebrating their national championship. That, that game happened in, what, January? The Super Bowl was February, January. And here it is, April, almost May. They're still celebrating. And they happen to go to the White House. The president of the United States, like he does everybody all the time, every team, welcomes our Division I national championship teams and recognizes them. This is not a political thing. So let's stop hating on President Obama at the expense of the Ohio State Buckeyes. Let's embrace it. I don't care who, and remember, we're united. So once the choice is made for four years, second term, eight years, that's our man. We got to do that. And let's stop with the bash. And when it's time to bash, it's during, you know, the campaign time. When you got a choice, it's like I say to a lot of our players in the Players Association, once that collective bargaining agreement is in place, we got a 10-year deal, man, we can't, why are we going to keep bitching? We can't change it. It's there. It's, that's what we bargained for. You got to deal with this until it's time for another collective bargaining agreement. What you didn't get last time, you know, you have to get next time. But until then, you got to deal with what you got. 
So President Obama is the president of the United States. These young men, black, white, green, purple, blue, Spanish too, whatever they are, they were there to celebrate with the president of the United States. Now, I'm going to say this. We got one young man. I don't care. The president of the United States is to be respected. Ain't no rabbit here. I don't care how relaxed he is. I've had a chance to meet a couple of presidents in my life. You respect the position. And you, stu- you should respect the man. He is the president of the United- most powerful man in the world. And you help him become that. Because you're a part of the most powerful country in the world. Don't disrespect your president. So those out there on social media that's hating against the Ohio State Buckeyes because they at the White House celebrate, stop that. And those who are not mature enough that when you get to the president, you don't, it ain't about rabbit ears. Come on, man. It's the president of the United States. You want to get your shining moment? Your shining moment comes when you playing on the field. If you want to be recognized, do something on the field. They'll, rec- they'll call your name out. If not, then the hell with you. But I want to salute Coach Meyer and the Ohio State Buckeyes for being there with the President of the United States, uh, doing a good job representing the university with the exception of one who felt the rabbit ears was appropriate. It's not. And uh, go Bucks. Now it's time to do this. It's time to get busy, man. This is May. You know, this is May. I think, I mean, this is April. It's, uh, you know, almost May. Spring game's over with. You know, you still celebrate, man. That, we got to try to find a way to speed that up a little bit to get that out the way because we got to think about next year. Them cats up north, they, they getting ready. They, as a matter of fact, I know they taking all that as ammunition. They talking about, man, these guys, they, they, they going on trips. They still celebrating. They, they still, you know, in last year's moment. And we getting ready for them now. That's what that school up north is thinking about. So I know Coach Myers is, you know, thinking the same thing. But that whole thing about celebration, you got to let that go. You know, as a matter of fact, it's almost one of those things, man. What, no, nah, everybody's got to enjoy the moment. But there's some moments where you just let some representatives do that. And it might be representatives from the team that won it, the seniors from the previous year. So, so in other words, those guys who were seniors, that were seniors that played in that national championship game that are not going to come back next year and play for Ohio State, there's some banquets, there's some recognition that perhaps maybe you might want to send those guys to represent the team, not the White House. You send everybody to the White House. But all these other people who want to pay special recognition to the team, coach, you might have to say to them, listen, man, we, we, got, we got next year. <laughs> we got to get, let somebody else. We could send the seniors from last year who are now probably working out because they're trying to get ready for their next year's season, but they don't know what team is going to be with. Still studying, trying to finish their degree, that kind of thing. But this, man, this is, this is this, it's a beautiful ride. Listen, I never enjoyed it. I'm not hating. I just know you got a target on your back that it's as big as the United States because everybody across the country is shooting for you. And the first one who does it, the first game you lose is the one who dethrones you. That person will take credit. That team will take credit for knocking you off your throne because uh, I believe that the Ohio State Buckeyes preseason, is, they got to be number one. They got all the weapons that helped them win that national championship. They, they coming back. Coach didn't take the money and run. In fact, he got an extension. He going to be there for quite some time. So it looks like to me all the pieces to the puzzle are there to look for a possible repeat. 
Now, that's a possibility. What are the chances? Right now, Vegas might say high. I bet you they come down a little bit as the season goes on because it's just hard to do. It's just hard to do. So, I, you know, again, I want to commend the Ohio State Buckeyes. Excellent job. I also want people to understand it's extremely difficult to do that, to repeat. It's extremely difficult to win one, and then to repeat is even more difficult because of the fact you spend so much time reliving that experience, and it carries over into your next season. That sometimes it really takes it hard. Just think about all the time, regardless of what the time is, all the time that is being spent celebrating Last year's season could very easily have been spent going towards this season. Now, maybe it wouldn't have been something that was organized because there are rules and regulations that dictate how much time you can spend organized as a unit. Sometimes you only get a certain amount of time to to spend with the team and the coaches in the same environment dedicated towards football. So we don't want to break any rules, but we just want hey. Let's go, guys. It's, it's, it's next year's season starts after you won that championship. So, okay, listen, I'm going to get started on a couple new things. I'm going to get back to the NBA. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. And I'll be right back after this break. Your internet flagship station for sports. Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spies her, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America Interactive Radio Player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. All right, you hear that music, you know the show. You're listening to Rayella Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. 
And what matters to me, we don't lose to Spanish players. That is a statement that was made. It is incorrect. It never should have been spoken. It should be recanted. It should be apology along with that. This is not the Olympics. This is the National Basketball Association Championship Series, and we are the United States of America. So we're talking about all the players that play for our teams. It's your team. We ain't playing for the guys across the waters. We're not playing against the guys across the water either. So let's, let's do that. And by the way, on Tuesdays, from 1 to 2 Pacific time, do not call my cell phone. I'm doing my show, <laughs> okay? So somebody just had the nerve to call my cell phone and interrupt me at the same time I was making that statement about what matters to me. And as I said earlier when I started to show off, listen, I'm fair. What's right is right is wrong is wrong. And, you know, to call somebody out like we don't lose the Spanish players, you know, somebody could have been in your locker room. You don't, you, you know what? As a matter of fact, you don't know what's in a person's DNA in your locker room. Your, your grandmama could have been Spanish. You know, you don't know the nerve of you to say we don't lose against Spanish players. It ain't time for that right now. That didn't cut, that didn't sound right. It wasn't meant right. It was wrong. So, so let's, let's talk about playing against players, though. How about that? Because that's what's happening right now in the basketball season right now. It's, it's, finally, it's finally getting down to basketball mattering. It matters now. You know, it, 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 it's just the, this is playoff basketball. Everybody's kind of hedged their bet, you know, throughout the year, you know, to get them ready for the playoffs. And there was a couple teams who down to the end, you know, uh, New Orleans, you know, and a couple other teams you know, who had to, you know, who were in there. OKC was trying to get in there, you know, that were, that were trying to make it to the playoffs because that's what ma- that's all that matters. It's a new season now. You really start off zero and zero. What's your record? You're 0-0. You're undefeated. Don't make a difference what your record is. It's time to go. All during the season. The regular season, you play to make it to the playoffs because your record does matter during the season because according to your record, the teams with the most wins and the most losses make it to the playoffs. When you go to the playoffs, based upon your wins and losses, they determine your seeds. But guess what? Now everybody starts off, hey, it's the playoffs. You got to beat this team to get to the next level. You got to beat that team to get to the next level. So you really now, everybody's undefeated. You start a new seven-game series, five-game series, I think it's seven, and, and then you go. You play. So now, where your big boys at? They showing up? Big fellas, them $100 million contracts, you earning your money? How about that? LeBron, you earning your money? Young fella. <laughs> Steph Curry, you earning your money? Yes, he is. He ain't got 100 mil, but Steph is earning his money. Chris Paul, you earning your money? Yes, he is. Anthony Davis, big fella, you earning your money? I'm going to say yes, he is. It's his first playoff series, and I'm going to say yes, he is. But, but, but let's, let's kind of regress a little bit. Let's just regress a little bit because, you know, I want to go back to, to – Let's start off with the king, if you will. See, see, the king started off, he started off coming into this season with a little backlash. You know, he was welcome back home, but a little backlash in Miami. And 
And right now, you know, I think Pat Riley is still, you know, a little bitter. And I really don't know why he's bitter. For the simple reason is this, and I've said this many times. That's why I think it's so important for people to understand. I'm, I'm not an individual who knows it all, but I know a little more than some other because I had an experience. And Pat Riley, the nerve of you to be bitter. Because the fact of the matter is you were not bitter when LeBron left Cleveland to come down to Miami. You didn't think there was anything wrong with that? Smiling faces? It was okay with that smiling face. Regardless of, you know, what it meant to that other team, that other city, those other fans. You didn't care. You didn't have anything negative to say. You didn't offer any apologies. I don't even, I don't know if you offered them anything in exchange for LeBron. You got him. He, he, he brought you to a championship the first year. And, and then one, two for you. The, the nerve of you to be upset at him and actually, you know, speak in such a way that is damaging to the man's character. When indeed you know damn well. The National Basketball Association, just like the National Football League, National Hockey League, and Major League Baseball Association. Listen, if you know it, if you don't have any good left in you for us, a commodity has no value. We don't need you anymore. LeBron just proved how valuable he was to your franchise. You should thank him because of that. You have two championships that you won with LeBron. That if LeBron wasn't there, you would not have won. How dare you diminish that and just toss it to the side like it's nothing? Smiling face? Really? With agendas? With hidden agendas? Really? That's a, you're a former player. Can't you show some respect to the man, to the game? After all, you know, you've been in the seat. You're an executive now. You've been a player. You know you could probably look at your career. Did they keep you longer than they should have kept you? Did they keep you longer or less than you thought they should have kept you when you played in the league? So those ill feelings you have for LeBron, come on. They're not, they're not even worthy of you taking the time out to speak those on television because it does something to the person and the character you are now. Now, we have a different opinion. Everybody, Pat Riley, you were the man. Everybody loved you. We respected you. Now, all of a sudden, you, you know, this thing to LeBron, man, it gives me, I got a little different taste in my mouth about that. I thought you would be very classy. You would understand this was a collective bargaining thing. It was negotiated that players would have the right to exercise their option of playing for somebody else if that just so happened to be available. It was, you, you're a former player. You know that. So everybody has, they, they, they get a choice. And if they're in demand, then all things considered, then they should make what's the option and decision of what's best for them and their families. That's the way you should talk to everybody on your team. You want to win because it's your job. But at the same time, you should want those young men playing for you to understand that this still is a business. And what we want to do is we want to create an environment where you feel like you're a part of a family. 
And I don't know if you've ever been a part of a family that didn't want you to be a part of a family. I, I can't really say that I've ever done that. I've ever been a part of that. But I've experienced many people during my days of, of, of working and volunteering and mentoring children and running a nonprofit that sometimes you have people that feel as if they, they're not loved by their family. They're not wanted by their family. They, they've been ostracized, you know, by the family. And so therefore what they do, they, they want to move on. They do things. Sometimes they even hurt themselves because of this feeling. So you, you wouldn't want anybody who, who felt as if for whatever reason that there was a better option for them to go someplace else to do something else. You would say to them, well, go. Do, go. Do what's best for you. That's all, I'm, that's all I'm saying, Pat. That's why you're there where you are because you're in a position that's the best for you. And you're trying to do the best you can. I understand you're trying to get the best players. I understand that too. But... Please, please, don't, don't, don't hate on someone once they make a decision that's best for them. Now, let's talk about LeBron playing basketball on the court. Now, I'll tell you what, you know, you got the big three there. You got the love train. You got LeBron. And, man, you got that young fella just doing his thing. I mean, besides, when you look at what the Cavaliers got, and you look, of course, at their big three, and, and you look at what LeBron had down there in Miami, you know, is it, is it, is it similar? Mm, that's interesting. It might be. Perhaps maybe that, that, that might be what, what, what bothers, you know, Pat so much is, you know, when, when you look at that and you look at what they got, you know, in Cleveland, they, they, got, a big, they got a big three, you know, and so... It could be when you look at it, it's just, it, but it's, it's reversed now because now, you know, it, it is that LeBron is D-Wade in Cleveland. He's the D-Wade in Cleveland. And Kyrie is the LeBron. And, and, and Love is Bosh. That makes sense to you? It, it, it makes sense to me. You know, it, you know it, it's, it's just, it, the only one is just reversed. Now, LeBron is the big brother to Kyrie like D-Wade was to LeBron and showed him how to win championships. Now LeBron is coming back to Cleveland. He's going to do that to Kyrie. You know? And, and so I, I, I don't... Pat, come on, man. It's a template that you, that you put together there. And, and, and it's not bad. And, 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 and really, you know... I just think it's, I, I think it's really, if you think about it, it could be like a triangle, you know, <laughs> you know, the LeBron at the bottom and, you know, go up, you know, you got, you got Kyrie, you got love, you know, draw the lines together. Hey, that, that's you. But what I like about that first playoff game in particular, the first game I saw is LeBron even mentioned it early. Hey, you know, this is, you know, this is these guys first time around, man. It's their first time around. We're not going to feel that bad about it. You know, let, let them relax and everything. Let them play their game. As a matter of fact, if, you know, I'm going to let them play. If, if it get too far out of hand, I'm, 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 I'm going to step in. But just let them go ahead and do their thing. See, I, I think sometimes when you look at LeBron James, you got to understand that, that that's a young man. That's a gifted man when it comes to his basketball IQ. He's gifted. We can be intellectually gifted in various aspects of life. Some people are just geniuses at certain things. And he got that basketball IQ. And, and, 
And he's, he's a player coach. And he understood that moment. He understood. He was an 18-year-old kid coming out of, you know, and his first playoff game he won. You know, and, and coming out of, you know, the high school right down there in, in Akron, playing in Cleveland. So it's one of those things where he wanted them to enjoy that moment. He wasn't trying to steal that moment from them. He, Kyrie could have that moment. LeBron, no, ultimately, he's trying to win it. He's going to win a championship. I, I, he knows he's going to win there, one there. He just wanted to take a little heat off of this year. And I go into some of those things he said this year. Yeah, n- maybe not this year. Whereas the other year, he said not one, not two, not three. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice of America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the three is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. All right, you hear the music, you know the show. Mr. the Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. And I just want to give a little bit more time to, you know, my little rant there about uh, LeBron because, you know, I, I think it is, it's uh, fair for me to say that, you know, he, he is sitting on the throne of basketball. He is the king of basketball right now. And, and until, again, as I said about the Buckeyes, somebody dethrones him, you know, he, he's the man. But the hating has 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 to stop. It's it's okay to, at, you know, at that level when you get the presidents and GMs involved, that that's just a little bit different. So let let me just talk about his play, and 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 as I said, LeBron, his experience. They said it in the game. He had more basketball playoff experience than the entire Boston Celtics team. Okay. Kyrie Irving has never been in the playoffs. He's never played a playoff game. And so this is important for LeBron in the first couple games. All he, all he really has to do is he just wants to get a comfort level for his teammates. See, LeBron's game now, if you've noticed, LeBron's game now is more about attacking, making other people make a decision. Either to come get me 
or to make me pass the ball. And, and he's, he has enough athleticism and, con- and he has control of his body in such a way where you're not going to get a lot of charges on him. He's not going to come into the lane out of control. He's going to be able to feed somebody if he has to at the last minute. So much. And, and then he has such great jumping ability that he can hang up in the air as you've seen him do and shoot the ball on his way down and still, you know, pick up a foul and possibly a and one. So, you know, this is a man and, and he's and he's gifted enough, you know, he's got enough handle. You know, again, it, it it ain't Steph, it ain't Kyrie, but he's got enough handle uh, that he could be, he could certainly play the point. We don't want to necessarily call him a point guard. Uh, but but he certainly can play the point. And, and if the man who has the ball in his hands has the intellect, and this is where LeBron is superior of many players playing, is there's one thing about LeBron he has the ability to do is he has great vision. And, and I, I would care to say I know the man has great strength. I mean, do, do you see the capacity? I mean, how many people throw the ball across the court as many times as LeBron does, and, and the ball's not intercepted. Even with the anticipation, they can't get there. And then he can throw the ball the length of the court on, on, on time. You know, uh, Of course, you know LeBron was a receiver in high school, so he understands all that, the flight of the ball and all that, depth perception and all that. He understands that. And so this man, and again, understanding the defense and what the defense is trying to do. When, when once you understand the strategy of the defense, you know what they're trying to take away. That I mean, that's what a defense has to. Unless you're playing man to man, and when you're playing man to man, that's your man. But if your man beats you, then somebody else's man has to help you. Well, if they help you, then that means their man is left open, and then somebody's got to help them, and so on and so forth. And so understanding the flow of how either a zone or defensive strategy reveals itself. And the ability to anticipate that. And then the skill set and the ability to actually execute it with perfection. Is superior to other players. And that's what you have with the LeBron James. The man has everything. There's not a single attribute to a basketball player that this man is missing. He's the bionic basketball player. That's him. He he can play every position on the court if need be. Everyone. And and play it effectively on the defensive side as well as the offensive side. Listen, whenever a one takes over the game, they can put LeBron on him. Check that out. Whenever somebody is playing on the opposing team and they, you know, they get a little hot or they get real hot. LeBron's guarding him. That's the bottom line, with the exception of the center. And I guess if he had to do that, he probably could do that too. But most of the times, no. If, if it's anybody other than the five, LeBron going to take him and going to shut him down. And, and, and that person knows that. Then that person knows they got to go to somebody else, which leads me into where I'm going with this whole thing about LeBron. It's because, see, a great player, Mr. Riley, you know, your triangle, I like to look at your triangle as not the way you execute the offense, but a triangle in the sense of 
you've got the base of this triangle. The point of it is one person who kind of balances the others on the peripheral to the right and to the left. And that and that and that that base, that point, that man, it was the point of, of everything that happens. He has to make those other guys better. He, and, and he has to be able to do it well. And, and, and of course, the master, Phil Johnson, I mean, Phil Jackson, he, he, he understood that. He, he, he did that well. He, 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 Michael Jordan, Mike did it, and Mike had his supporting cast with him. It's always three guys. It's, it's got to be three guys. You can't, you can't win in basketball with two. You, you got to have three. You really do. It has to be three. If you got four and five, then okay. <laughs> okay, dynasties. But you gotta have you gotta have three guys, and those three guys, you really gotta look at those three guys, and you gotta think of those three guys, could they be not on the best teams? There can only be one of them on the best team. And I, I'm I'm gonna really think about that because there are a couple times that have been two guys that have been really good, and but there's always one that's great. You know, there's always one that's great. And when I say that because I'm thinking about Dwayne Wade, the only one that makes me think about it is really Dwayne Wade and LeBron James. Now, Dwayne Wade, is Dwayne Wade going to go down as one of the greatest of all time? I don't know if you think about the greatest of all times if Dwayne Wade's name comes up. You know, I, I don't know about that. Is, is, is it a given? I don't think so. Michael Jordan is a given. Magic Johnson is a given. Larry Bird is a given. LeBron James is a given. And, and so... When you think about the complimentary player, that person still has the ability that if he was on another team, maybe not a great team, but those other two parts of that triangle, those three-headed monsters, that three guys that you need on your team, those other two have been superstars or could be superstars on another team. I mean, they could be the man. They, ain't, they, won't, they won't win a championship. As a matter of fact, that greatest player who could be one of the greatest of all times, he still can't win a championship all by himself. He still needs help. That's the, see, that's the beauty of team. You can be great, but you can't win it all if you don't have a good team. And a great player will make his team a great team. And then you could talk about dynasties. And see, that's, that, that's what LeBron, see, LeBron, what's so good about LeBron is LeBron's being able to take his talents to different teams, take them to championships, win some and lose some, but take them to the championships. That's what great players, great players make their teams better, put them in a position to win championships. LeBron is going to take Kyrie and make him a better player. Kyrie Irving will tell you there's no doubt in his mind he's a better basketball player now because of LeBron James. Kevin Love, although maybe it may be hard for you to pull it out of him, Kevin Love's doing something he hasn't done in his career. Kevin Love is now in a position where he's on a team that people think can win the National Basketball Championship. He's never been on a team that people predicted could possibly win the team. And even, uh, you know, favored to win in some cases. And so this is, what I, this, is what I, this is what I like so much about LeBron. Now we got to go, and we can't just talk about LeBron. We got to talk about some other people too. 
Of course we got to talk about Steph Curry. Now, now here's the thing about that I, I get concerned about a lot of times. You guys know how I feel about this, you know, MVP thing. This whole thing is, you know, an MVP, in my mind, if it's an MVP, have the MVPs of your teams. As a matter of fact, you know people do give out, they give out MVP awards. And in fact, they give them out to teams. In fact, you can give out an MVP award to a team that doesn't even make it to the playoffs. You can give out an MVP award to a team that, you know, maybe don't even win any games. But he's the most valuable player of that team. But I think when you give out a, a most valuable player of a league, and I've said this many times, I'm going to repeat it, that team should win the championship. And so the NBA now, if you want to talk about the MVP of the regular season, okay, if that's such a thing, okay, everybody's included in that conversation. Now, again, Steph Curry, I love this young man. I want him on my team. Let me start off by saying that. I love Steph Curry. I want him on my team. The thing about Steph Curry, though, is Steph Curry, he, he, don't get me wrong now, he, he, he's got some weapons around him. That they no doubt about it that he's got some weapons around him, some damn good ones. You know, they can shoot, you know, they can, they can rebound, you know, they can play basketball. But, you know, I, when I look at Thompson in particular, uh, which is, you know, his counterpart, you know, uh, whose, whose dad played for Minnesota in the Big Ten back in the day, of course, when I was there. Um, but I, I'm, just, I'm just trying to think. That's not Scottie Pippen. I just got to say it. That's not D-Wade. I just got to say it. Close to, but not quite there. LeBron, like I said, LeBron, if you, t if you make him do some things, he can now Steph, you can make Steph do some things. You know, you can get the ball. You could probably even get the ball out of Steph's hands. You could probably even prevent Steph from getting the ball. Or if you get the ball, you run so much at him that he's got to give it up. And if he gives it up, can the other guys win the game? See, that's what, see, Kyrie has gotten better now, better than he was before. If LeBron had to give it up and give it up to Kevin Love or Kyrie, can they win the game? I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say Golden State relies too much on Steph. And that's going to affect them winning the championship. It's, it's like, no, listen, LeBron could probably in this situation, he can go three, four games and not have a great game, but he because he does so much more. See, Steph can't do all those. Steph can't get in and rebound. Steph can't get in and block shots. Steph can't shut other people down. He can't do all that other stuff. And that's what makes LeBron James the king. I said it. LeBron James is the king. We're going to take a break. We're going to come right back. And this is the last segment. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. 
So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the three is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely despise her, especially at 1-2. to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine-horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by The Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in The Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America Interactive Radio Player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Alrighty, hear the music, you know the show. You listen to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. And, I, and I'm, I'm going to go through this uh, pretty quickly because I, I do have something I want to say at the end of the show and make sure. But uh, but again, uh, you know, I mentioned again, of course, you know, uh, that whole thing about that triangle thing and, and, and like I said, not the execution of the plays, but the formation of the triangle. And I was, you know, talking about, you know, Pat Riley and how that, you know, kind of worked for him with LeBron James. Uh, you know, um, being that person, I think, uh, I feel, uh, once he got himself settled, uh, he he was the point uh, that actually put that triangle into the right and to the left of him, you know, kind of uh, at his peripheral was Chris Bosh, and of course it was uh, D. Wade, and, and, and that's how that thing kind of worked, and, uh, and then it came uh, that, that he's no longer there, and he's all upset, and so now we got uh, LeBron in, in Cleveland, and, and he's got he's going to be that point and to his peripheral, and he's going to be uh, uh, it's going to be Kyrie and Love, and and I think they're going to get it done. When I look at uh, Golden State, uh, and then again I talked about LeBron's skills, you know, and all the things he can do, and 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 that's being a great player. You make your teammates great, you make the team great. They, you make your teammates better. You make a great team. And, and you guys win games, and and Steph, you know Steph is a great entertaining basketball player. In fact, he, he's a damn good basketball player. He may be great at it. He has a great skill set to do certain things. But when we really talk about greatness, greatness is about winning championships. You know, the greatest of all times, you should win championships. If you're the greatest, Muhammad Ali is the greatest of all time. Floyd Mayweather. Floyd, first of all, let, let's just give, I, I like Floyd Mayweather, but let's give respect, pay homage, 
show some humility. I, I appreciate your brand and, and bragging about the brand and, and, and creating that umph so that you can get the attention of everybody, and which makes you more valuable. But Muhammad Ali is the greatest of all time. You know, he's a heavyweight boxer. You know, they, you know, they, they knock people. They can hurt people, you know, and, and, and bad, big men. So, 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 you know, uh, you know, I don't think, a, you know, lightweight, light, you know, light heavyweight, featherweight, all them other weight classes, the elite is at the heavyweight position. As a matter of fact, you know, sometimes when you're a heavyweight, you came up the ladder and you kept gaining weight and got bigger and went to the, you know, ended up as a heavyweight boxer. You know, these little dudes, man, I mean, if, if the heavyweight boxing was where it should be right now, we wouldn't be talking about Floyd Mayweather and Pacquiao because the heavyweight should be, you know, it should be the cream of the crop in boxing, but but they're not. So anyway, so let's get back to LeBron James and greatness and championships, okay? Steph Curry, he got Thompson over there, which, you know, I love the way they they play. But, but, but I still think in terms of a, another great player, they're missing it. Other people, I, I'm, I'm not even going to mention because they just it's not those three that you compare those three with being great and think about them being great for a long time. I, I believe when you go to L.A., there's a team out there now that possibly, you know, could, could be something that could possibly be talked about. And you got to think about it. You know, Chris Paul, great leader. We know he's a great leader. We know he's a leader in the union. We know he's a leader on the court. We know that Chris can, can Chris can facilitate. Chris also is not a bad defensive player. Now, Steph Curry didn't had a couple nice nights on him, showed, him he, showed that he's human. Uh, but, but Chris Paul, can, he, he, he's not necessarily a liability when he's on the defensive side of the ball. He, he's, he's not because his team wins too many games for him to be a liability. And then he's, he's, he, he's a great leader of men on that basketball court he's got a short man complex he'll get up in your face he'll demand that you do and execute the offense the way things were drawn up according to the coach and 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 you know you look at him now and you think wow this team right here this team right here looks pretty good this this team right here might they, they might be able to do something, and I I look at them and they've got Chris Paul, they got Blake Griffin, and Jordan the big fella. I tell you what, you know they they could well, well they're gonna have some problems because you're gonna see them match up with Golden State first of all that that's going to happen, but I but I like I like I like that team, I really do like that team. And I think that Chris Paul, based upon just some things that's happened during the year, is looking forward to playing Golden State at some point in time. Uh, but I, I just like to say that when you when when it's time to play basketball, play basketball physical. This is what I really wanted to end this part of it saying. You know, Milwaukee, Milwaukee, and and. Uh, Milwaukee wasn't too bad, and and the, and the Bulls, I think it was Milwaukee. They got down on the floor, and uh, next thing you know, they were they were doing some things that was that looked like playoff basketball. You you guys do remember Michael Jordan and D Detroit Pistons, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, am I talking to some people that are too young to understand that 
playoff basketball gets a little bit more physical. I was I was watching the Cavs play this past weekend, and I was like, wait a second, are they giving up layups? I, I, I want to see I want to see basketball played. Make them earn it on on the foul line, man. Everybody don't shoot great foul shots, and you got fouls to give up. Give them up. But let, let's play a little bit more physical. You earn it. You don't just let them come through. Listen, I'm not asking you to punch nobody and that type of stuff. I'm just saying let's play physical basketball. Let's bump a guy a little bit. Make it hard for him. Don't just be giving up, you know. If it's and one, he's got to go to the stripe to, to get one. You know, don't, don't just, you know, don't just give it up, man. Don't, don't do that. Let's play some physical. Let's play some basketball the way it was taught to be played. And... Uh, and I, I expect to see that. Now, I'm going to close this show out at the end here. I, I'm going to talk about something that, man, I, I just really don't understand this. You know, why, why is Tim Tebow still, why are we still talking about Tim Tebow? Please, because somebody asked me that question. You know, do, do you not understand? Does somebody not understand that, okay, yeah, you could be great in college. Co- college. We're talking about college. You know, he, he played one good playoff game or, you know, and, 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 and uh, you know, and, and, but everything else was college. Why are we still talking about Tim Tebow? And understand this, you know, when you give somebody a roster spot, you know, give a, a roster spot to somebody who possibly could contribute to the team in such a way it's going to make an impact on the team. The fans are going to get their money's worth. You know, Chip Kelly, is this a PR stunt that's going on in Philadelphia? I mean, really, let's, 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 let's stop and ask ourselves this now. Is that part of what is, is he, Chip Kelly, trying to make himself the most talked about NFL head coach in the National Football League because he's a sideshow, because he hasn't won any damn games, really? You know, Bill Belichick, come on. Bill's the man. Come on, really. You know, Pete Carroll. He lost it, but, you know, he's got a good team out there. They, he was just in the Super Bowl. You know, we, we don't even talk. We I haven't heard anything about Pete Carroll. You haven't heard anything about Bill Belichick. I mean, Chip Kelly wasn't even in the playoffs. And we're talking about him and the moves that he's making. He's got to make a move to get into the playoffs. I mean, to, just to get in the playoffs, you get a conversation. Why are we talking about him? Tim Tebow? Tim Tebow ain't even played football in two years, and he's the most talked about. Come on, really, guys. That's all I'm asking. He don't deserve the conversation right now. You got some young men that are about to come in and contribute to the National Football League in college, coming out of college. Let's talk about them. You got some free agents that have moved to some teams that, you know, that made an impact. Let's talk about them. But what Chip is, when Chip, when you, you, we can't respect you when you bring Tim, a quarterback. What are you saying about the quarterbacks in the National Football League? Are you telling me? Every team has at least two quarterbacks, 32 teams, 64 quarterbacks. And there's some coming out of college now. And the most talked about thing, the most relevant thing that we can talk about is Tim Tebow. Man, what does this world come to? Thank you so much for listening to Rail of Sports. I'll be back next week, so I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. Thank you for spending this hour with Ray Ellis Sports. We hope that you've enjoyed today's conversation. For more information and to write Ray, visit RayEllisSports.com. That's RayEllisSports.com. 
Be sure to join us again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Sports Channel. 